healthy gamers and to everyone that loves video games and things alike. This is the Aussie Gamers Express video game podcast. Born and bred within the land of opportunity and slow overpriced internet. For news, reviews and video game related fun, keep listening along with your hosts, Lucas and Red. This is episode 174, and today is Tuesday, the 21st of June, 21st of June, 2017. <laughs> Welcome to the Aussie Games Express video game podcast. I am your host, Lucas, and here with me is my co-host and very good friend, Red. How are you, mate? AKA, this week, Dover King. Dover King, Dover King, Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, hey. I uh, love to hear your voice. Oh. But anyway, before we start, here is this week's show in preview. First up, we'll do video game discussion, then video game news. And in this week's news, we've got the Victorian government invests in gaming, then Sony holds back games from its E3 conference, and GT Sport reveals Bathurst. Then we'll do user-created content, what's that sound, remember when, Red's shout and last words. Nice action-packed show today in a neat little package. So, Red, first up, video game discussion. I was door fucking. Door fucking. <laughs> I've been playing, oh fuck, man. The rim. Damn. I've got, got the rim, I've got the, the rim bug again, the, the real itchy one that just always moves away from the scratching finger so but nah you, fuck you, man how many times have you started skyrim now six six times right have yeah. you finished the, the main quest main story once oh you have oh well that that's fair enough the first time yeah okay what's well, more than i have i've started it a few yeah. times but never finished it i've never played dlc though okay so it's nice to have everything integrated into one and quests just flow and yeah it, it, you know sometimes when you play a game uh, like Fallout 3 and you get this uh, DLC that'll drop $20 okay it's fucking 10 hours of gameplay but you have to jump into a fucking teleportation machine and go to the moon it kind of segregates the game if you know what I mean yeah kind of like what um, Wildlands did Exactly like what Light Wild. It's, it breaks the immersion or it breaks mm. your character creation. Yeah, and it takes you somewhere else. Yeah. Where this is just all in one, you know, you'll pick up a piece of DLC armor from a random dude throughout the fucking land, you know, and yeah, it like won't it. even dawn on you that it's DLC armor, but then you look into it and go, oh, fuck, I've never heard of this one before. And because uh, I got an e guide on my um on my phone, not, not to help me with the missions or anything, but so I can uh. Because there's so many different yeah. potions and learn what the bits and pieces are to make. Yeah, so many recipes. So, and then you look up on there. So it's got a full breakdown of all the armors, and they go, "Oh, this was released with the Dawn Guard by the DLC." I'm like, "That's very fucking cool." Where's your e guide? <laughs> hey, uh, Prima Games. Prima Games. Yeah, that, is that the same wow. one of the the uh, the guide you gave me for Fallout Four? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that, that code that you got, you got. I got Weeksy's code from fucking his Skyrim edition. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that those guides are really good. They are so detailed. <laughs> Aren't they spot on? I remember. I'm sitting here looking at it now. I have got Dark Souls Three Prima guide, hard cover, uh, proper copy, like 
uh, yeah, software, hardware, go figure. Um, I won it on a Facebook comp, and um, they're just fucking that good. But games like that, you, you kind of need a reference point. <laughs> you kinda, yeah, it's just when something's you, you a can bit search confusing. everyone's opinion. Yeah, you can search everyone's opinion online, but if you can go straight to the source, it's fucking absolutely brilliant. <clears throat> Ah, uh, so yeah, I'm a I'm a fucking level twenty three double handing heavy armor wielding orc with a big red beard, and I am served red beard and brow. I like it. Lovely. <laughs> um, and, and I feel like I'm actually playing it properly for the first time. So I'm um getting real shits and gigs out of this one. I'm really enjoying my playthrough. I'm hooked. Like, and one thing is cool. Then I hop off Skyrim, but for the last. Uh, three and a half, well, four nights in total. I've uh, been playing in the bedroom because my son had a birthday on the weekend, and there was heaps of people here and heaps of kids. So I kind of cleared out all the expensive stuff, bar my TV, out of my office, and I moved it into my bedroom. And I, I went, oh fuck, I want to watch something, so I plugged in the PlayStation. And I, oh fuck, I want to play something, so I played the PlayStation. And and the missus had a few night, nights off, and she actually got right into watching and interacting with Skyrim with me. So that was a real big turning point in our relationship. It's a divorce if she wants to play, but she can partake in the reading of law. I like it. Yeah, so that's cool. That was, that was really, really cool. And like I have a, a giant chase me. She goes, we did shoot fucking arrows at it. And I'm like, would you mind your fucking business? I'm the one driving this train. <laughs> well, Fuck what do you expect? You shot an arrow at the poor bastard. Of course he's got the shit. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Go fuck him. <laughs> um, yeah, really quickly to round out, fuck all really other than that, uh, other than the odd bod uh, game of Rocket League, which was really hard in the bedroom because you, the TV's smaller and further away. <laughs> that's, mm. that's fuck, trying to re-fucking position yourself to play a game of um, Rocket League while laying in bed. So that didn't really last that long. Uh, the thing that I probably invested most time after Skyrim was uh, the PS Plus title, Killing Floor 2. Oh, yeah, I haven't tried that yet. Seriously fucking cool. But they've really not missed a mark, but missed out on a massive opportunity. I think there's uh, about 10 levels, and there's only two bosses and four different enemy variants. Mm -hmm. So it gets old quick. So it's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, 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 the makeup of it's pretty simple. You mm. can... There's nothing more fun than having six players, six mates, or five mates, and yourself all just going fucking ham. Because if you've got six players in a lobby, there's just so many, so many Zeds or zombies, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's fucking. There's, there's, there's a lot of fun to be had there in a short amount of time, if you know what I mean. It kind of comes and goes. You're fucking, oh, this is sick, this is sick, this is sick. And then the next day you see it on your XMB and you go, not today. And then it's kind of done. Um, played a few rounds of Battlefield 1 um, with a little bit of purpose, trying to unlock the DLC weapons. I like the fact that DLC weapons are unlockable by doing not hard, but just um, different sorts of like uh, objectives things. Like I had one to unlock a sniper rifle. It was get 50 kills with uh, another rifle that's in the vanilla game and get 10 sp then 10 squad spot assists and that's that, that accumulates and that's not one game or anything obviously like that it's nothing stupid but it just accumulates so over about four hours because i'm not really that good with snipers i unlock two new guns and that's that's sick i like how it offers that up mm. and a little bit of information too that was just donned on me by my cousin last night i've seen it up on the screen it says um 
premium player friends enabled or something like this. I'm like, well, A, I've got no friends, and B, I'm premium pass holder anyway, so I, I just scanned over it and didn't give a shit about it. Right. But he, he informs me, if you jump in a squad, say there's five years, and one person has the DLC or the premium pass, mm-hmm. everyone has access to the maps. Everyone can play the maps. You don't get um, cut off or... Um, you have to search in a different lobby that's only got the vanilla maps on there. Uh, yeah, good work the with that one. Catch is, the only yeah. catch is all your kills and your KD and everything is calculated, but your XP is stored. You don't actually get the XP. It's just stored up. And when, when, if slash when you get the premium pass, you'll just get an influx of XP. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Not a bad initiative. It's not, yeah, you don't progress as quick, but you, there's no um, level-based unlocks anyway, so you still get your proficiencies with your classes and your, your unlocks and your headshots and, and, you, and, you, and you do your medals and everything. You just don't physically level up. And yeah, but that's all right, because you're essentially paying, paying for a temporary pass with imaginary points. Exactly. That's, and then, if you choose to re- fucking go out and buy it, you redeem those points and go from level 7 to level 140. Yeah. Okay. No, that that's a really good idea. That that needs to be a bit of a, a standard. I think that would be fantastic. It 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 is, isn't it? Like, because that's fucking. It, it stops um, people feeling left out, or because let's let's face it, a premium pass. Like, we'll pay for a season pass if we really want it, and I'll I'll say COD. COD's a twenty two ninety five each or sixty nine for a season pass. <clears throat> that's been the average for the last six years. So you don't pay your seventy dollars or your twenty two dollars every quarter, you get cut off from your mates. No, no questions yeah. asked. Cut off, or or they or they've got to come back with you, and 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 they don't slash won't. But the big problem they with, want to do their maps with Call of Duty, which is it's unfair to the person who bought the maps. Like if if I've bought the DLC and you haven't, and we play together, I never get to play my maps because it won't put me in into a lobby with the new maps. So I'm never going to play them. That's exactly right. If I want to play with my friends, which is pretty much the whole idea in playing the bloody games, is to play with your mates. You have to go and play with your own, on your own, or with people <laughs> who own it. So it does. It segregates you, or it makes the person with the maps miss out. Exactly. So that's a brilliant so, idea for Battlefield uh, 1. I thought, I thought that needed to be bought up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Can I, I've got to ask you a technical question. Are you playing Battlefield 1 on the Xbox One? No. I no. have it on the Xbox One, but I'm currently playing on the PlayStation. Yeah, have you played it recently on the Xbox One? Nah, I know I haven't had light of gold for. Oh, of course. Ages. The reason I'm asking is a friend of mine was asking me the other day because I'm in my group of friends. I'm the the resident video game guru, and unfortunately, I couldn't answer his question because I don't play Battlefield uh-huh. One. But he's got Battlefield One, and it's pretty much the only game he plays. But he's having issues trying to log in, so he'll boot the game up. And he's checked all the, the online servers and all that through the Xbox, which all says everything's fine, mm-hmm. but he, it just won't dis- it won't connect to Battlefield 1, and he can't play, which is a bit frustrating if it's the only game you play. But it's I haven't I have it. run into that. Oh, you have? And the way I fixed it, and I don't know with Xbox, and I only recently done it because I had the same issue with Live, or Go- yeah, Live, actually, that's their, their, their network. A few a few uh, weeks ago on my son's Xbox, right? The the hard the hard hard reset. So when the when the Xbox is on and running, you hold the power button for ten seconds, right? And oh, so then just it shut it down off. and turn it back on. 
Yeah, yeah, and that resets all the bloody networks and everything. I couldn't log in to sign into my name, uh, to my son's, well, my profile, my son's profile. Like, it'd, you'd click it and it'd go signing in, signing in, then it'd flash away. Signing in, signing in, signing in, Is that flash to, away. to your Xbox account or to yes. Battlefield? Okay, yeah, because he, he's not having no, any but, 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 but it happened, but, but No, 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 it happened on Battlefield probably eight ah. months ago, and I'd oh, done, okay. done the same thing. All right, I'll tell him that. I'll give him that advice. I'll tell him to just shut the bugger down completely. It's yeah, it's kind of like a reset. Yeah, take the power cord out for twenty seconds or whatever it is. But the, yeah. The, yeah, holding the holding the the power button for ten seconds like just dumps a cache. Yeah, it turns it off. It turns because if if you just if you, I think it's the the low power mode or whatever. It's kind of like rest mode on a PlayStation. If you just press it, it just goes into a rest mode. Whereas if you yeah, hold it down, on it shuts it off. There's no indication. No, there's no there indication isn't. that it's off. No, that's or right. On. Yeah, it doesn't have like a different light. It just looks like it's off, but it's not. Yeah, Whereas on the PlayStation, it goes into <laughs> it has the orange light when it's in rest mode. And it sits there in a dormant state, sucking your five point your five point one megabit a second all day. <laughs> yep, sneaky <laughs> like a stalker. Um, for my son's birthday, we um. I thought, fuck it, you know what, I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it for him early. And um, installed Master Chief Collection mm -hmm. from a code. Oh, dear. That's big if you've got the 68 disc. Gig. 68 gig. Yeah, get into that. The only thing I will say, I got 45% of the way through, I thought, oh, I'll fucking check this. And, you know, it pops up and goes, bing, ready to start. Yeah. With the forty-five percent Halo One or CE, whatever that something addition that 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 was installed, ready to play. Go, yep. go ahead. Mm -hmm. That was really cool, and so was number four. <laughs> go figure. But but anyway, he could play number one, and that uh, gave us enough time to download the, the download the rest. So the rest of it, it's yeah, okay. Uh, quickly, two more things: uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite uh, bloody story demo. I played that yesterday. Oh yes, it's the so fighter. Yeah, so much clunkier than I thought it was going to be. Oh, really? I downloaded it, but I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, it's, it's quite heavy. Like, I, Thor walks out and I go, because you, you don't get to choose who to be, and you just, there's a little bit, of, like, there's a Marvel-style story behind it, so it's all presented really well, and there's all characters that interact, like, you got your fucking Strider and Rocket Raccoon and Doctor Strange and everything, and they're all calling each other by their first name and interacting, and rah, 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 you got Mega Man and... And whatnot, and then Thor strolls out, and he goes, "Ready, fight!" And I'm like, "Yes, I'm Thor. I fucking love Thor." And he walks like a fucking worm, just so slow. You get there and try and hit him, and they block it, and it's auto locked on fucking easy mode. So you want to do combos? Just press square. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a bit docile. Oh, it looks fucking super duper pretty. Um, the story is super duper cool. It's just the gameplay is very heavy at the moment. So, you know, watch this space. I'm, I'm very much intrigued by it still just for subject matter, you know me. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so I'll give it a go. It's 5.8 gig or something to download. So I've done that over the last seven weeks and, um, yeah, got 13 minutes of play out of it yesterday. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> last but not least, for 10 minutes this morning, fucking 10 minutes, just because it's like, ah, it's installed and I've got podcasts coming. Next Machina by yes. Housemark. Yes. Very, well, Resogun 2. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've played that also. 
yeah. So that, that's very, very cool. Um, I, I like it. I, I like to how it's slightly changed from Resogun, but it keeps the core values and the little bricks and the little people. And there's now mm. a dash instead of a hyper move. And it's uh, it's not just a 2D slash 2.5D plane. You kind of go, what's that game with your little white dude with the uh, red hat on your head? And you oh, fe- Fez. Like Fez, you go from like one side to the other and the map yeah. just like levels out. looks like it's like you're on that level playing field. Um, yeah, so I'd done one world on that really quickly this morning to just, just to get a taste of it so I could say, yeah, I played Next Machina and it's very, very cool and I look forward to playing more. Yeah, local co-op only. Yeah, that that's the biggest shame with it. It's, there's no online co-op. It may come eventually, because I, I don't remember exactly. I was talking to Snoogans the other day about it. But did Rezogun have online co-op? Not straight away. From launch? I don't think it did. No. Yeah, and this is the but, same people house, Mark. So I'd imagine... Alienation did. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. But you're right in saying that it, it's it's Rezogun too, isn't it? It's, it's pretty much... Oh. The exact same sort of parts and makeup. It's, it's just like you parachute out of your out of your fucking jet onto the ground. Yeah, and you're doing the same thing. And you're doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's a twin stick shooter, but this time it's top down, and yeah. uh, like so, you still got to save the humans, and you've still and yeah. that, that voiceover is still the same. Um, yeah. And, one still uh, one hit kill. Yeah, and what like the like you said, there's the dash, which which will make you dash through enemies and through. Um, lasers and things like that basically got to kill everything and save all the humans and get a big (laughs) big score so it's a massive score chaser uh the only yeah Yeah. disappointing thing is no no online co-op only uh couch so um but it's it's a fun game like resogun was and like you said man i've I've played also the first world and i look forward to um playing that a bit more did you beat the first boss no no I, i got did you get to him uh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, it was only just before I uh, hooked up for, for for us to chat. And I thought oh, I'll put that down now before I, I lose time. Yeah, I got, I got up to the boss, and I was I was running out of time when I was playing it as well. And uh, yeah, I was trying to beat the boss. Had a few goes and went, "Whoa, that's for another day." It got real hard. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, yeah look, it fucked sick. Um, I don't know. I got half a slab of beer out there. I just. I got my cousin here. We might have a fucking six pack and try and see what the local co-ops like, so I can report back. But um, the only other thing that is slightly game related or game talk related is, uh, the government turns MBN on in my street in two days. Yay! Yay! Awesome man. I just need a modem. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll fix you up when you sign up. Sounds good, man. Yep. Bring That's it me. on. That's you. All right, uh, let me see what I've got here. Main thing that I've been playing in the last week is Diablo 3 with Nico. Oh, yeah, he's a fiend, isn't he? Yeah, so we're we're both uh, pretty much on one trophy ahead uh, because I've killed Diablo with my hardcore character. So I've I've got two trophies to go. He's got three. We're basically on the same par. We finished uh, the 500 bounties uh, during the week as well, so we got that trophy as uh, each, which yep. is a massive slog. But we realised that if we work together, instead of doing the same bounty, if we branch off and go and do our own bounties, we have we have the work. 
because uh, we were never able to do that when we first started doing that. Oh, really? Has it changed? Which we, we tried. Yeah, you were even there when we tried to branch off and four of us go do a different bounty each. Oh, and it didn't count. It didn't count, no. Oh, <clears throat> it does work now. <clears throat> oh, you'd only have to do 125 bounties if you got got three dedicated friends then, wouldn't you? Yeah, so it's a, it can be nice and quick. But yeah, Nick and I did it and halved the last bunch that we needed to do. Smashed those out, got it done. Now, the last two uh, trophies that I have is... I need to kill Malthiel, so the last boss in um, Chapter 5, I think it is, yep. uh, with my hardcore character, and get that hardcore character to level 70. So uh, those are the last two trophies that both uh, Nick and I are chasing. He's still got to do Diablo, and we've got yep. the Platinum Trophy for Diablo 3, so we're keen on doing that one. Uh, That's back off the shelf, playing that heaps. Every night we've been playing it. So there you go. Yeah, wicked. Uh, wicked, I, wicked, wicked. I booted up Rocket League the other night to wait for Nick to get on to play Diablo. Guess how many games yeah. I played? Seven. Oh, we're waiting for Nick. You're, you're still going. <laughs> I played zero games. Oh, wow. He got straight on. Well, no. No, no, no. I had plenty of time. But I booted up Rocket League and I noticed uh, a little symbol for the uh, eSports was being streamed at that time. Oh, you watched it, yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get into this. Watched it streamed, nice HD. God, those those professional eSport Rocket League players are amazing to watch, man. Make it I, look good, don't they? I think the game went for an extra, like, four minutes after the timer expired because they were keeping it up. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so no, good to watch, man. That's a special man. level of autism for me. Yeah, they they were flying and hitting, and it was going where they wanted to go. The goals were being saved. It was, it was immaculate. And there was just a a play like the ball would be up around the goal mouth, and one of these characters would be like in their own goal, sort of as as a goalie, and then he would just start flying and hit the ball. I'm like, you just flew the entire length of the the. The what do you call it the the pitch ground yeah. and hit the ball. How do you do that? Like I can I can do aerials, but not from that far yeah. away because the timing and and the the, the movement Variables changing yeah changing direction and all that sort of stuff is really hard to to judge. But those guys were amazing. I will watch that anytime I can. <laughs> they are inspirational. So that was really cool, watching Rocket League, waiting for Nick. <laughs> it um, almost, stuff like that almost justifies the professional tag that they get as that's their oh, job, eh? Oh, 100%. And, and I was talking to Snoogans at the same time, and he made a good point. He goes, it's all well and good, like, being at the top of your game and all that, but that'd be the only game they ever play. Yeah, yeah, they're prefer yeah, they're not gamers, they're that's it. professionals. That's right, yeah, like, if they're on a console or a PC or whatever, that's what they're playing. They don't play other things because they'll lose their skills. So it probably could be a little bit boring and monotonous. But being at the top of your game, though, being that elite probably has its own merits as well. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. <clears throat> uh, next Machina, we spoke about that. Uh, next one is The Surge. I I think the last time we spoke, I was struggling with that boss. The last time we were talking yeah. about uh, video game discussion. The podcast, anyway. yeah. yeah, the... Uh, is it Black Cerberus? Black, Black Cerberus, yeah. About an hour after we finished that podcast, I went and gave it a go and beat him. Yeah. 
and I made it look <laughs> and I made it look easy. I made it look that easy that I uploaded the video to the to our YouTube channel. If you want to go and have a look at that, it took no time at all. It was really easy. I, I don't even know. It was just one of those things. You got to go in with the right frame of mind, fresh, and give it a go. If you're dying a thousand times, the best thing you can do is turn it off and come back later. And that worked for me. Go play and, Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, go play Rocket League or at least watch it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I've progressed a little bit further and I've gotten up to these enemies that you need to overcharge now. Oh, yeah. Remember them? <laughs> the blobs. There's, yeah, the yep. blob thing. How could I forget? <clears throat> and, then, and then they release these little midget versions of themselves. Yeah, and which means you can't overcharge or finish them off because you have to kill them because they're carrying residual fucking energy. Yeah, and you, they're pretty easy to take down. But um, the, there's one that I can beat real easy, like easy in the scope of things. But then there's another yeah. there's another one in another room where there's two of them, and I can beat mm. the guy downstairs. But the guy upstairs is really hard to beat because he's in like a tight corridor, so it's hard to dodge. <clears throat> oh, is that the tight corridor with the stairs going down and the stairs going up at the end, and there's a vent at the end? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that, that the shortcut one. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, so that's up. a shortcut <laughs> behind him. I couldn't, I couldn't see what it was. Do you use your shield? Shield. Yeah, your your drone. Put a shield over yourself. I don't have that drone. What? Where does that drone Are come? You sure. I've only got two drones, mate. Where do the drones come from? Where did I get that? Oh, fuck. Because I remember where I got the first drone, and the second drone was like a similar sort of thing. But I... So you got the one that shoots, and you've got the one that zooms off and melees them. Yeah. But you don't have the one that puts a shield around you. No. Google that shit. You need that. Fuck, you need that. <laughs> I've gotten this far without it, but yeah, I probably do need it. Uh, oh yeah, no, you're gonna need that. <laughs> okay, I didn't know it existed, so I did. I had no idea. I'll look into it. All right, thanks for that. I was about to say, th th there's your pro tip for the search for anyone that is in the same boat as we were struggling, even with the Cerberus boss. Um, <clears throat> set yourself up with your your implants, whatever they're called, so you can uh, you don't lose your energy so quickly after a, and slash during a bat battle, and because you can press triangle and you can store your shots or your charges or your yeah. shields, so. When you finish a battle, if you've got full energy, don't waste that. Store one of each up because you can just flick through them on your on your D pad or whatever it is, and you can press triangle and store them. Yeah, right. yeah when you take it on that chart, uh, that blob, you put the shield around yourself, and you can fucking take a hiding for forty, well, for thirty seconds or twenty five seconds, or whatever the allocated oh, time frame is. That's going to be. A, you can give it back. That's going to be a game changer. And by the time that your fucking shields ran out, you've already built up enough energy because you've been swinging like a wild man that you store another one and fucking hit that and then you use your melee to fucking throw them off balance and finish them off. Oh, all right. Beautiful. That gives me a, a little bit of an insight there. I can go change some things. Thanks for that. But that's, that's Because those are, even, even those other guys, the guys wielding the fucking... How, how far have you got? Have you got... Oh, you're obviously there, so you're up in the launch place. Yeah. So you've been through like the the boardroom and everything. Not to yes, won't give any spoilers, but you've been. How about the green room? I'll just say that. The green room. You remember the green room with the, with the character with the cameras everywhere and the recording of the dude that's always up on the billboard as you walk through the levels. No, I haven't seen that. 
oh wow you know where the boardroom is you go up the stairs you got those two black servants yeah at the door yeah 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 yeah. just to the right hand side of that you'll have two guys patrolling you can go down to the right or you can go down to the left down to the left will take you down to a nano core and down to the right there'll be one of those little spider walkie thingies and a um, couple of those security dudes the easier ones with the staves knock them off then go through the door at the end of that little corridor fuck all you can't miss it Uh, you go down and it's a, a tight left you can't miss it and then there's a real fucking gut-wrenching uh, emotional part of the narrative that Hang on. I think you need to experience. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll Rather than get you to re-explain it, I'll, uh, I'll look into it a bit later after the podca- podcast because I got yes. a little bit lost with the way you were describing there, but I'll find it. That sounds cool. I'm, I'll have to go back because that's back a level. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. You just go back and you get some fucking XP anyway. Yeah, no, nah, all good. All right, cheers for that. Spent so long there. <laughs> Alright, uh, move on uh, with Tekken 7 we had a bit of a tournament this week as well where uh, Snoogans, myself, Roy and Ramutha got together for a bit of a local tournament and we're giving away a signed poster by Harada-san who is um, one of the big cheeses I think he created like Tekken 7 all those years ago or he's the director or something like that but awesome prize for, for a signed in-person poster, so it's not it's not printed like into the poster. It was signed by him. Uh, Snoogans met him in person and interviewed him, and that uh, that interview is on our YouTube channel. Go and check that out. But that was given away uh, last week, and uh, so let me I'll give you a bit of a uh, roundup of how how the tournament went. So the first round was Snoogans versus myself, and uh, mm-hmm. I was uh, lucky enough to to beat Snoogans. Then there was the uh, the second round where Roy Boy beat Ramutha, and then there was a third place round which saw Ramutha uh, beat uh, Snoogans because they were the two that lost the first two rounds. So they uh, fought out for third, well, yeah, third place, yeah. and uh, the uh, third place winner there was uh, Ramutha. Congratulations there and. Old hey. Man River can't get a win. Yeah. <laughs> Monday, I'll get this message going, I'll, I'll give you Old Man <laughs> He's the only one that had the game before the tournament, too. He's the only one that practised. Disclaimer. <laughs> although, although, he did say that he only sort of tinkered a little bit. He didn't want to give himself an unfair advantage, which he definitely didn't. <laughs> Maybe he should have. So then there was the final round, with uh, which was uh, Roy Boy versus myself for first place, and the winner of that one was Roy Boy. Congratulations, Roy Boy, you son of a bitch. The fucking import. And uh, then the winner of the signed poster was Nick Edwards from sunny Queensland. Congratulations, Nick Edwards, you son of a bitch. Good price. You son of a bitch. <laughs> And uh, I also played uh, some some Tekken Seven uh, beyond that, and uh, I got I got pretty good. I learnt the controls. It was it's it's not a pick up and mash kind of game. I found it uh, it's something I've learnt some decent combos now with a lot of the characters, and I'm actually not too bad at it now. I reckon having my time again. Obviously, I've had practice, but I would absolutely destroy all of them. Mm. I don't know. From the camera angle, it looked like Roy didn't move very far from the square there for a while. <laughs> yeah, as long as he's not using Bob. 
So he's good at that. Uh, but that's that's just about it, mate. That's that's all I've got. Nothing much more. I've had I've been injured. Um, yeah, well, I was about to say we're no schmucks. You've played, you've done PC, haven't you? Like play yeah, I was, I was just I was just about to say that. That was before last week's, but last week's was the special show, so that wouldn't be. Uh, we wouldn't have talked about uh, that. But I did play a fair right. bit of um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds because my of my injured left hand, I could I couldn't wrap it around a console uh, controller, but I could use it my hand flat on the mouse, so it was I, I could play PC games. So I did play a few PC games actually. Player Unknown Battleground, awesome game. Did a few live streams of that. Thanks to everyone that coming out a look. Um, I also played uh, golf with friends. That's yeah. that's a crazy game. Have you seen any of that? I've seen you stream. I've seen the stream. Oh yeah. So it's basically mini golf, but you all play at the exact same time, and you can set it so the ball shapes change all the time. So you can get like cone-shaped balls, square, cube, round ones, obviously. <laughs> yeah, like a puck or a coin or whatever. There's all these different things, and it's a it's a crazy game so that was fun that should be somewhere you can watch i don't know if it's on youtube i can't remember <laughs> i've done so many things uh what else i think that was all i played most oh and uh quake quake champions ah yeah yeah yeah, yeah so i had a good time with quake champions that's still in um beta where you can oh is it still in beta now i'm not sure on that let me see if i've got the launcher open no, I don't. Sorry, but look, uh, we played that while it was in beta. I played that with uh, with Repromir. Had a really good time with it. It's going to be a really good game to play, free to play as well. And it'll be interesting what parts that uh, will be microtransactioned off. But I reckon it'll be good. I'll play it. Surely cosmetic only. Oh, hero unlocks the same it'll, League of Legends. It'll be hero unlocks that you pay for. Yeah, but uh, it'll and it's definitely cosmetics. But. I don't know. Time will tell. We'll you, see. you could probably buy them in the beta. <laughs> oh, I, I think you could. I bought some with like the in-game currency. I managed to do that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, all, all the heroes were unlocked, I should say. But I bought some outfits and stuff, some skins. Yeah. With the with the in-game currency there. But yeah, that's uh, that's about it, man. Anything else you want to say yeah. for video game discussion? Oh yeah, I've got. A- yeah, got a little pack to try out though yeah, after doing it for three and a half minutes I'm going to have to wait till next week I know we said we were going to play it together but the reason you haven't received an invitation to do so is because it's completely fucking useless with my internet connection what? but uh, cross out oh yes yeah 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 that's right I, I didn't want to bring it up in, in the game discussion because I don't want to rubbish it because of my experience has been so terrible because of input lag and just the lag from the the network and that's my end yep. because i've got all mbs's mps's whatever i've got no no speed no bandwidth really to fucking really experience it because you go into practice mode and you fucking whoop and zoop and zip around and it turns yeah but if i play online or any sort of missions or dailies or anything like that which it has it's fucking sick i just spent heaps of time creating cars <laughs> but um Impact, like, i turn left yeah so i turn left and then two seconds later it'll Dack to the left and you can't control it. There's no finesse and everything like that, mate. That that issue is there on the PC when I played it in early access. That that that's that's an issue with the game. That's not your internet. 
Okay, well, do, do I just thought I'd put it down in there because I go do the training and everything's 100% spot on. Yeah, that's right, no because it's offline. Network. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I still get those network lags that you're talking about on when I played it on PC. Oh, really? You know, yeah. I got one of those fucking driver packs to try out. Okay. So we'll see how we go. We'll fucking... I'll be playing as fucking Big Red Guts <laughs> on my fucking uh, American account. Lovely. But yeah, so I, I well, well, that was yeah, yeah. As you said, you fucking probably clarified or cleared it up for us anyway. But I, I will give it one more go once I've got my improved network in the next seven to ten days. So yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll um, we'll we'll tee something up. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move on to video game news. Right, first up in the news, Red Victorian government invests in gaming. They did. They did to, to nine game studios, so I'm not too sure if that's very relative to Channel Nine, which it might be. Because, like, on a side note, let's fucking just skip my news altogether. There, uh, Channel Ten's gone into recession or receivership or voluntary what? fucking thing. So you'll oh, find a yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you'll find that at your Crazy Clarks or your Chicken Feeds or your fucking <laughs> super duper two dollar Harrys. You'll be able to buy Channel Ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also, there's shit going through the government at the moment where it looks like they're going to suspend streaming TV, fucking, and what? Stan and Presto included. Yeah, man, it's fucked. They can't come to some fucking sort of arrangement where the government gets fucking or the pollies get. Ten million dollars per person that watches Netflix. No, that's that's no exaggeration. It might only be nine million. Mm. But um, yeah. But there's some bullshit going on at the moment. So maybe we will only have Channel Nine and that fucking Vice TV on SBS where you can watch ghetto people talk about transgender relationships and how it's like being a sex worker in that industry. I don't know. That might be for you, but not for me. But back to the news. So there's been six hundred and fifty thousand. Australian dollars, so four cups of coffee, invested into nine game studios in Victoria because Victoria are mostly, well, they're the biggest state for game Wait, development in Australia. Is, yeah. is nine game studios a name of the studio or are you talking about nine individual studios? Nine individual studios, but the, but the Channel 10 joke was good. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's what China threw me off. Sorry, man. I told you I like the talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So the funding is a total of $654,000 and is expected to support more than 40 employment opportunities. Fuck. If you've got $650,000 and there's 40, 40 people being paid by that, fuck, I'd like to be in the industry. <clears throat> uh, it's said to generate... Oh, there's a, the opportunity to generate about $1.2 million for the state. So I'm not sure what sort of strings are attached to these grants and how much they have to pay back over what sort of period of time because it doesn't sound like it's just a straight here you go because they said it's going to generate one point two. Well, it might be just in taxes. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but the game supported include, uh, well, I could run off the, the real silly little bits of writing here or I could tell you the games and their genre. So I'll do that really, really quickly. Yep. Uh, Dead Static Drive by Team Fan Club, Proprietary Limited, Grand Theft Cthulhu, so a stylized open world action set against a background of cosmic horror. Kind of looks cool. All these things I'm going to repeat, oh, I'll repeat slowly after I finish it so you can go YouTube them if you wish. 
dead static drive. Next is Hyper Jam by Bitdragon, which is a neon-soaked arena brawler. Like, that's almost top-down uh, sort of twin-stick shooter style. That looks really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah, Hyper Jam. Joko, J-O-K-O's World slash Pocket Planet. So it's a cultural infusion, a spin, you spin the globe challenge. So, uh, yeah, there's not really a lot of info on that moment. It's a little bit weird. Odd Gods by In Between Worlds, a tactical time travel role-playing game. So... That'd be definitely one I'd check out considering it's Australian. Uh, Paper Bark by Paper House. It's a narrative of a wombat's world in a hot Australian summer. Now, that sounds fucking shit. But anyway, <laughs> we'll try it out. Because <laughs> oh, I've always wanted to be a wombat, you know. How do you explain that the game only runs for four fucking frames a second because a wombat's fat and slow and can't be fucked? <laughs> <laughs> Putty Powers by Harmonious Games, a quirky co-op problem-solving game with putty forms. I like putty. Mm. Uh, Spies and Soldiers by Ghost Bat Games, a battle game of strategy and subterfuge across new worlds. So that looked kind of interesting. Uh, Two to go. Tear Through by Walk With Kings. Now, I like that for a development company's name. That's pretty sick. Uh, It explores explores the life of a SWAT officer in a co-op tactical game. Hey, let's cover someone else's special forces when it's being made in Australia. I'm sure they're doing bloody fucking Grand Theft Auto fucking under whatever fucking over in America covering... Oh, well, they did, didn't they? Forza Horizon 3 is an Australian game probably not developed yet. All right, Mm. shut up, Red. And last but not least is VR Regatta. So it's a virtual reality sailing sim by Virtual Reality Sailing Proprietary Limited. So... (laughs) um, yeah, pause, rewind, listen to me fucking waffle on if there's something you want to check out then. About 70% of those uh, trailers are available on YouTube if you want to support your local scene or just see what's going, how far behind Australia really is when it comes to game development. But all good steps in the right direction because the government's actually starting to recognise the fact that it is a booming industry within the rest of the world. Yeah, nice. Hmm. So as, as, as an Aussie Gamers Express podcast... We wouldn't be for us if we didn't cover the Aussie-related news in not so much Express, because I like to talk. Yeah, no, that's all good. That's good news that we're getting some um, a bit more interest in the video game development world in Australia. That's good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because what, what? We've got Wicked Witch and Red Ant. So we've got cricket and football and rugby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've got a few mobile developers around, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not too fancy. Anyway, uh, next up in the news, Red Sony holds back games from its E3 conference. Yeah, well, we did suspect this, right? Yes. <clears throat> you know, fuck, of course we did. We've seen a couple of trailers and seen nothing else more of it uh, as far as up on stage during the uh, the slot, time-slotted conference. And we, and we knew this was going to happen. There was also a lot of playable games down on the floor uh, in their demo form that weren't covered in the conference. So Shuhei Yoshida... The worldwide representative uh, president of Sony has come out and said that this is the case. So it's been confirmed that there's so much more in the works that hasn't been shown, obviously, because there was a lot of stuff not shown that we knew that was happening. Mm. Uh, but here's, here's your dates. Here's your dates if you want to write them down. I'll go slow again. Right along about it. Nah. We'll most likely hear whatever Yoshida is teasing during GamesCon, which is August 22 to 26. And then there's Tokyo's Game Show, which is September 21 to 24. And then there's the PlayStation Experience, which is December 9 to 10. So there is three more 
major platforms of conference that Sony can release dates, trailers, details, and anything, even new stuff, just this year. Uh, it's reported, reported, rumor reported via the UK PlayStation Magazine. I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. Official PlayStation Magazine UK episode, uh, edition 176 that fuck Grand Gran Turismo Sport will release on its original release date from last year, but this year. <laughs> so that was that was a little bit funny. Also, one last thing to to, to tail off this news, Yoshida has stated that a lot of the games didn't receive release dates or windows because he doesn't want to put pressure on the development team and he doesn't want to disappoint the general population or the public or the consumers, if you will, because every single game worth its salt in the last two years has been delayed. And more importantly, and... they don't need to put pressure on... Nah, fuck no. And we've all learnt the hard way how quickly we ran out and bought a game because... Uh, Batman, you know, Arkham Knight mm. on PC. Too early, you know, and everyone I know is up in arms because, oh, the Assassin's Creed comes out, but then three months later it takes to get to PC. Well, you want you want it to do so much more. Uh, these games should not come out until they've been tested for thousands of hours. There's more job opportunities. Fuck, I'm going to send these... I've got all the names of those companies that are Australian, but they're producing the games in Australia. I'm going to fucking write an email to every single one of them saying... I want to be a tester. Oh, I want to be a tester. Not a bad idea for everyone listening, by the way, X, Y, Z. You can fucking go get all those bloody development companies' names from the fucking podcast that we've just fucking gone through, and you can fucking go Google them and send them an email too. Maybe send your resume. You get a job, and they, yeah, they might get a fucking good, good game out, and then we'll go, oh, bam, thanks, Red. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, lovely. Next up in the news, GT Sport reveals Bathurst. I don't know whether it's just an itch on the back of my neck, but I'm having deja vu at the moment. Express bringing Aussie game, Aussie gamers, Aussie related news. And I know it's not hot off the press news, but fuck me. Gran Turismo Sport's going to have Bathurst. Bathurst is in Australia and Australia and we're in Australia and doing this Express podcast because I've got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mount Panorama, which originated on the Australian Grand Prix circuit back in 1938, there's a bit of general knowledge for you because you don't do fucking history at school in Australia. Um, Mount Panorama is now on Gran Turismo Sport. It is the home of the FIA-accredited Bathurst 12-hour race and the more affectionately uh, followed Bathurst 1000 with the V8 supercars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically, uh, if you want to sell... Gran Turismo or a car game in Australia, it needs to have that track. Done it. Yep. It's got to have that. It's got to have Nuremberg. And it's got to have Laguna Seca. Job done. Fair cool. Everything else can, can, be, can be made up. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, we can't confirm yet whether there will be V8 classes, uh, as in touring cars, uh, as in what do they call them here? Supercars. Yeah, so the yep. V8 races. Uh, they've been in every other one, so I can't see why the licenses would be any different. If anything, they'll be a whole yep. lot fucking cheaper because the Australian supercar fucking market is in the pooper. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I'll give you 45 cents fucking use the Ford Falcon. Yeah, mate, I'll do you one minute. You can have it for 43 cents. Fuck yeah, I'll buy that and Channel 10. <clears throat> <laughs> and Channel 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, 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 just the fucking... 
to volley the ball back over the net, the legendary Bathurst track will also be featured in Forza Motorsport 5. Yes. We've also got... I don't know if this is new news. I'm just looking at this now. There's a release date for it. Yeah. Yeah, it broke on a Facebook page yesterday. Yeah, November 16. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like to plug myself. Oh, BAM Nation brought it up. Yeah, yeah, hot off the press. We do HTP fucking something. Yeah, hot off the press yesterday. And actually, it realigns with the the initial release date last year, if you know what I mean. Oh, right, yeah, 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 you did say that. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) BAM! There we go, that's the plug. So we got uh, Bathurst coming to GT later this year. Lovely, lovely. That yep. is video yep. game news. Red, we're going to go into yep. user-created content. Let's do it. All right, so uh, first things first, I did promise that anybody who liked the post <laughs> on the Aussie Games Express Facebook page would get a shout-out, so I'm going to give those now. Yep. So the first shout goes to Aaron Button. Who's that bloke? You almost like fit me rather more fucking... Greasy heads together going, oh, fucking set this up. So I'm like, yeah, that, that's me! <laughs> <laughs> and also a shout-out to ProForce Racing. Thank you very much, Martin Creamers, Robert Bobcat White, and George Schneider. Thank you very much for liking the post. I didn't see any shares. Now, whether it was shared or not could still be uh, in for debate because whether you see if somebody shared your post or not, Depends on you can't their, search it. It depends on their privacy settings. Yep. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. I'll second that. Yeah, so I don't know. Because <laughs> the shares will me. I was going to put a, a ring through my lip. but <laughs> And Rob Schneider is a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> a carrot? Yeah, you go, oh, George Schneider, just so, just so you know, I know you're listening, and I just want you to know one thing, you go for a shit football team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crosstown rivals of the West Coast Coolers. Sorry, man. Gotcha. Right, right. Way over my head there. And uh, all right, we'll go through all of the uh, the comments that were put on there for user-created content. Uh, George Schneider was first. He wants our thoughts on the Switch after E3. Am I any closer to getting one? And what is the meaning of life? So, first things first, uh, my thoughts on the Switch after E3 is probably no different to what it was after its announcement. I still really do want a Switch, but I'm not a massive, super-duper fan of uh, the Zelda series. I do like the Zelda games, but it's not a console seller for me. So, when I do eventually get a Switch, I'll definitely get Breath of the Wild, but I'll wait until then. Yeah, when well, you hear of Zelda, you know, you for us, you get that, that notion of nostalgia and mm. it's a pioneer in the gaming industry, but you get no reminiscing feels of asphyxiation, you know, you're not gagging for it. No, absolutely not. So am I any closer to getting one? No, not really. Because no. if I got one, that'd be the only game I'd get, and I don't even really care too much for it. I'd just get it on the Wii U if I really wanted it. I'm waiting. You'll for... go full tune on Mario, though. Super I, Mario Odyssey. Once that that is a console seller for me. Once Odyssey is out in October, I will have a Switch. So, so, so you'd probably have to do a full flip on your answer and say, "Oh, yes, you probably are a little bit closer because E3 would have made you a little bit more excited for it." Well, in in timeline wise, well, every day I'm closer oh, to getting one. <laughs> it's going to be closer when this comes out to us. Actually, recording it now. So you lied twice. 
<laughs> I'm not lied, just just misinformed. That's all. <laughs> uh, what about yeah. what about you, Red? <laughs> no. No, righto. What about the last part of that question, Red? What is the meaning of life? Forty two, is it? Uh, if you don't eat if you if you don't eat, you don't shit. If you don't shit, you die. <laughs> meaning of life. Okay. Oh, you're talking fucking Monty Python. No, that's no. um that's uh what is it? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, isn't it? Ah, yeah. Another classic. Yeah, <laughs> meaning of life, forty two. The answer is forty two. But anyway, the meaning of life. Be happy and be happy what you're doing. And don't put up be with humble. people who make you unhappy. There you go. That's yeah, what be, you do. That's that's it. If you're enjoying your time, let's not get into that. George Snyder also says uh, that I kind of answered his question by listening to the last podcast. But maybe I can, <laughs> maybe you can elaborate more on your views of the Switch. Now, look, the Switch looks like an absolutely fantastic piece of hardware. I've watched Repremier's unboxing video. Well, I kind of had to. I did the editing on it, uh, which is on the Odd Games <laughs> Express YouTube channel. Uh, and it looks good. I really do want to get one because I do like the idea that uh, I can play it as a home console, but I can also take it with me, which is really cool. And uh, I think it's only about a hundred bucks. You can get a second dock, so I'll be able to put a dock in the in my computer room and do live streaming. And I can put a dock outside in my 4K TV. Not that it'll do anything in 4K though. But uh, I, I I am really <laughs> that's all right. Even with the Xbox One X. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, I am really excited for it, but nothing that was announced for the Switch made me want to go get one ASAP. Well, probably because none of it's out yet. pretty cool and enticing in their own little way, but as you said, nothing went, grabbed you by the short and curlies and go, fuck, that is $500 worth of sale. No. Nope. Nope. I mean, I, I still don't like the idea of buying it just for Odyssey, but I want to play Odyssey, so I oh, kind of have to. Will. But that, that, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, I have to. Um, like, if, if Odyssey came out on the Wii U, I probably wouldn't buy a Switch. Okay, cool. Hmm. But there you go. Uh, we'll move on. Next one, Martin Kremers. He said, what nights do, do you all normally get on for multiplayer shenanigans? Uh, for me, it's... Well, most nights where I'm home, which is most nights, except for when I'm off doing my uh, bread-earning duties. <laughs> except for when you're not. Except for when I'm not, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, whenever I, whenever I can. it's uh, For me, it's hard to do a, a routine because I, I do have other commitments which move around a lot. It's not uh, a set sort of uh, routine. So, yeah, for me, I'm a little bit harder. Rep is pretty much every night. When he gets home from work, 10 p.m., he'll be on. Uh, Red, what about you? What are your habits? When do you normally get on? The only thing I can guarantee, the only thing I can ever guarantee is Friday night FPS. I'll play Battlefield, Killing Floor, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, something. I'll I'll play a first-person shooter. I'll even play Sniper multiplayer sort of thing, you know, so... Uh, I, I am around. Well, you're 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 on our friends list, man. It's it's only an invitation away. Jesus. Jesus well, I've we can... I've started a a new thing now, which uh, I'm hoping to be a little bit more accessible to my friends and the community as a whole. If I'm playing and I'm in a party, these parties are going to be open invitation now. So uh, if uh, you not locked, no, they're not going to be locked. The ones that Ooh. I create, so. If anybody is online, that what was that? 
You're a brave man. Well, no. Well, look, uh, you can only join them if you are a friend of mine or a friend of a friend, I believe. And if yeah. you're a turd burger, I'm just going to boot you. Okay. Well, at least you've put the rules out there. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, it it's All you've got to do is be um, a reasonable person, have a chat and have a laugh, play the game we're playing, or have a chat. You don't have to be playing the game. But, uh, yeah, just assholes and, uh, and trolls will just be booted straight away. But uh, so yeah, anyone listening, if you do have myself, Luke One, as a friend on your friends list on the PlayStation Four, you and you see the party there, feel free to drop in and say hi. Um, if you want to come and play the game we're playing as well, feel free to do that. Uh, if it's a specific thing where you're not not welcome, then you won't see it. So if you join see your it community there, too, yeah, join the Aussie Games Express uh, uh, community on uh, the PlayStation network whatever you want to call it uh so that's yeah. all there but like i said don't feel like you're you're uh approaching or intruding if you can see it and you can join it you're welcome okay so that's and that's that second guess you just send a message to the page yeah you could do that send us a so message it, on the page because or... i know some people are a little bit reserved and stuff like that yeah even though they're more than welcome and they kind of go oh is it okay if i join in fuck if you need that clarification send a message you'll get a fuck yeah man let's do this probably yeah. come back at you or no fuck off i don't like your profile picture <laughs> or, 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 maybe that's just maybe that's just me that's a reaction i get quite often <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah i got residual scarring coming through hang on we're trying to be nice here but yeah no i, I understand completely what you say i'm a little bit reserved it might sound like it but i'm completely comfortable in in my um current company so that's why i'm really open and and loud and and boisterous and everything like that but i know what it's like to be a little bit standoffish and you go oh, i don't want to get in the way i don't want to say the wrong thing don't want to talk over the top of someone that's never an issue I, I'm speaking for you, Luke, sorry, but I know you well enough to, to second exactly what you're saying. Yep, absolutely. No dramas there. So, yeah, whenever. Come and come and join us, Martin, and whoever, anyone. Uh, next one is a, a bit of a strange one that I had to do a little bit of research for because I don't know anything about this, but Tim Rower asks, will the price of Bitcoin keep rising? Now, this seems like a little <laughs> bit of a... Yes. a, a currency and exchange rate sort of thing here so i looked it up i didn't know really what it was worth but one bitcoin at the moment mm -hmm. is worth three thousand six hundred and forty one dollars fifty cents in australian dollars mm -hmm. so if you had and i don't even really know how that you come about these things but if you had one bitcoin 10 15 years ago and forgot all about it <laughs> Go and get that shit, because it's worth a mint. If you had 10 of yeah. them, you're rolling in it. But apparently, I've looked up, analysts have suggested that it could hit, one Bitcoin could hit $100,000 in the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah, it just depends how many kids you sell on the black market. Yeah, maybe. But um, Bitcoin does go up and go down, rises and falls, just like every other currency, but... Um, yeah, I, I, whether it's going to keep rising, the analysis suggests that it will. Whether it does or not, I have no idea because I have no <laughs> no clue what. It's one of the most untraceable to. funds, though. You can you can move. It's it's a big thing in TV at the moment. The crime shows you can move small amounts of bitcoins, which accumulate to they're like bonds. You know, you get one bond, one piece of paper, and it's worth fifty thousand dollars. It's so much easier to move large stacks of money in smaller increments but if yeah. one bitcoin is three and a half grand how do you buy something with it that's only like 10 bucks 
Oh, Bitcoin, what, uh, PayPal. Oh, and it'll just... But So how much is it in Bitcoin if it's 10 bucks? 0.0000000 whatever. Oh, I'd, I'd say the denomination would be by Bitcoins, not by dollars, if you know what I mean. You, you don't buy... Oh, I don't know. I, I st- I'm only fucking going off pop culture and TV shows. Yeah, but I have no if, idea. I, I, I've only got I've only got a hundred put away. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh, but you anyway, switch. Okay. I, I, <laughs> yeah, get us a switch. Where uh, I, I don't I don't know anything more. I can't really comment with any sort of accuracy because I'm just <laughs> repeating the research that I did. Anyway, next oh next part of his question was most impressive E3 game. Red, what's yours? Anthem. Anthem. Yeah. I well I can't blame you for that. Anthem was great. I've got three that. A tear in my heart. Anthem is oh, one. No one told me I was allowed three. Well, you can have three if you want, but I can't pick between <laughs> no, them. No, you go, you go. <laughs> Anthem you is go. one. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, what is it? Skull and Bones. Thank you. Skull and Bones is the second one. And uh, Days Gone is the third one. So they're the three that are, are hurting me. But if you want to say that was announced at E3... So the first time we heard of it, then you'd obviously have to remove Days Gone because I knew about that one. And it'd come down between Anthem and Skull and Bones. I'd probably have to round it down to Anthem. Me too. Mm. Yeah. And so Assassin's Creed. Not even I'm actually pumped. I'm, I'm actually pumped for Assassin's Creed this year. I will play it, but I'm not excited for it yet. Oh wow! I'm excited for everything Ubisoft announced. Ubisoft are gone, man. They have done some fantastic work. They get a lot of shit, but I, I don't think oh, any oh. of the shit they get is worthy. I, I think Ubisoft. Oh, are there doing... is one. There's one thing that's worthy, and that's their fucking network or their servers are shit. Oh yeah, the, the, I haven't had dramas with the, the Ubisoft games that you're probably referring to. I don't play Siege and Verona. Uh, yeah. For honor mainly. Um oh, I don't I do play Siege. I've never really had any dramas with Siege, have you? Oh, back in the day. Yeah, well they've even they've acknowledged it now. The new update with Siege come with uh like a wellness thing saying that anything that happens needs to be reported. This is the season of ranked play, so this is the season this this next three months three months isn't so much focused on adding new stuff, it's uh, perfecting what they've got. So they've acknowledged the fact that there's issues. Mm, okay. Which is fine. You've never acknowledged it. It's fine. You know, it's when they try and hide it that I don't like it. Mm. You know, hundreds and thousands of people get kicked off all at once because of a fucking spike in the server usage. Well, uh, a la the first month of For Honor. For, and changing the subject on, on Ubisoft, for the sheer amount of games that they pump out, a lot of them are actually really good. <laughs> 98% of them are fucking fantastic, except for Just Dance. Oh, that doesn't even exist to me. That's just... Like, uh, but whatever. Moving on. That game makes me mad. Uh, now, uh, oh, before we move on to the next question, Nathan Mank, or Mankey, sorry, I'm not sure how to pronounce your name there. He uh, just tagged on to the Bitcoin question. Bitcoin is worth so goddamn much now. Imagine if you had a few cheeky coins put away from when they were all worth bugger all. Good point, that one. I think uh, you'd be laughing and rolling in it. If you knew how to withdraw it, because oh, I remember hearing, uh, you know, uh, Hamish and Andy. Yep. Yeah, good mates of mine. They were telling me no, it was on the show, on the radio show. Plug. They had, <laughs> they had, I think, two or three Bitcoin. 
Yeah, there you go. But fucking Hamish couldn't remember his password to log in to, to redeem it. Oh, lol. So, so they, they were trying to get their IT mate to come and help them get into it. Couldn't get into it. So they even brought a... Um, they were bringing in a uh, like a mind reader or whatever <laughs> to try and extract oh, the password from, that, from their that makes, memory. That makes for good listening, though. It was funny. But anyway, next one we got here is Rusky Big Musky or Russy, Russell, Russell Biggerstaff. He says, uh, interested in the new Xbox One X? Question mark. I don't have a 4K TV, so not really interested. Spent way too much on a 1080p 80-inch TV in 2014, so not in a rush to spend more. Anyone else on this boat? Now, I was in that boat just before Christmas last year, where I had a reasonably new TV. It was only 1080p, and I didn't really want to buy another one, but I did. So you were in the same boat, now you're in your own catamaran. That's right. With my big 4K telly. <laughs> Xbox. Current, current, current generation consoles. Yeah, that's right. Xbox One X. Uh, this, this goes, goes round, we go around in, round in circles, Red. I'll, I'll say, nah, I won't get one. But I, I know I will. Though, so that's why I last last time when I I think I made you a bit mad because I said I was getting one. Uh, yeah, I thought you're sticking by your guns with me out of principle, but no. Nah. With what? Nah. Standing by the vanillas and the paws and. I thought you're standing by me because well, I got a vanilla and a Xbox paw. Yeah. No, I got a PS PS paw and an Xbox vanilla, <laughs> and I'm standing by it because. That, 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 that's the current generation. Sit there in front of me at the moment. What I see is the current generation, not these reiterations. Fuck, you know. Yeah, but I'm see, still, I'm dirty. My, yeah, but my opinion hasn't changed, though. I'm still standing by you in opinion. I still think that it's shit and they shouldn't exist. Well, I think that the Pro should have been released on day one, not the vanilla. Yeah. And I feel the same way about the Xbox One X. I still feel like that way. It's just stupid having a mid generation upgrade i hate that idea but i mean i, I got one i mean I'm, i i'm heading up aussie gamers express i need to have the new things and tell people about them and have the the, the option to try the different things so i can talk about it i had the means uh, so i went and did it but i'm still with you mentally yeah did you just snort a line no i went i uh i, I took it i took a breath in and bit my tongue because okay <laughs> Now unbite it and say what you're thinking. That's not the red I know. Who does who does two fucking upgrades in a generation? Look, we've all seen the slims come out in the in the last three generations prior to these ones. Slims upgraded fucking uh, hard drives and sizes and speeds and stuff like that, but nothing to the point of teraflops of power and fucking mm. new fucking motherboards and CPUs and GPUs and. Microsoft chasing ass and Sony don't get me wrong I'm not just fucking jumping I'm, I'm on a fanboy bandwagon at the moment Sony's won the generation there's no need to argue it but they've, they've set a bad precedent with the Pro, Pro absolutely and then and then the S had to come out to stay relevant and now the X has to come out to be better release fucking games mate 
Yep. You know, as Rusky said, to, to answer the user-created content to the T how I feel, you want to stay front-runner on the Xbox and you spend $1,800 on consoles from day one plus four to... Well, well, you can get them a bit cheaper, but for a reputable brand 4K TV that's not just going to sit in an office, so you need it big enough to function in a living room or for other people, you're up for two, three, four grand. So <clears throat> I'm not paying $6,000 to play Xbox. Well, I'll probably, if I do end up getting the One X, I will probably trade my consoles on it. Both your vanillas? Yep. I know, I've got one vanilla and one S. Yeah, I I admit the four. Oh no no no, not the PS4. No, I'll trade the two Xboxes and on it. Yeah, I'm okay. not, no, no, I'm not. I like them. that. I like yeah. that. I I can stand by that. And and something tells me that they're gonna have a good upgrade deal come out. I think they need to. Well, they've just had one on the Pro, haven't they? I think um, Resident but, Scott. But look. PlayStation probably don't need to as much, but the thing is they want people to buy the One X because they want people to have an awesome experience with Xbox. The One X is $650 Australian. It's really steep. So I think that they're going to want to do a really good, basically a buyback, saying we'll we'll take your, your Xbox One or your Xbox One S or both of them and we'll do you a fucking super stellar deal and take off a big chunk of the price. So it's nice and cheap, but you get a fucking better kick-ass Xbox One X. So I'm yeah, hoping... Well, the piece of news that did make the chopping block is Phil Spencer came out and said he's not expecting to make any money on the on the, the hardware. Yeah. So for 650 if I trade in my One S and my standard Xbox One, I'm hoping to pay no more than 300 Oh, fuck. Max. And they should come boxed with elite controllers. Three, three, three fifty, three hundred, three fifty. 350 If they're only giving you a fucking chump change for, for the consoles, I'll just keep what I've got. Don't worry about it. But that's what I think they want to avoid. I think they don't want people to stay with what they've got. They want to give us the bigger power so they look better. Yeah, but... We'll yeah, and until until you can guarantee that every single person that's bought an Xbox One S or that is online with it has been has replaced it, you're still creating developing games for two consoles. Yeah, I think they really want to trade them. I think they really want as many people to change their console for the better one. That would be the best thing for them. So I, I'm hoping that they have. Uh, a trade system, and not just one with EB Games or JB, Hi-Fi, or whatever, one that's subsidized by Microsoft. Right, you will take, will give this much trade-in for this console, and you will give blah, 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 and whatever will subsidize to make it a little bit more attractive. I'm hoping that's what the plan is. They're in Trick damage control. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Elite controllers would be good, but that's they're two hundred bucks, so I'm, I can't imagine that being the case. No. All right. But you uh, want the best of the best of the best, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for user created content. Red, let's go into what's that sound? Okay. Right, so a couple of weeks ago was our last What's That Sound, Red. I chose Red Dead Redemption. I believe you just agreed with me. Is that correct? Yes. I remember agreeing with you. I don't remember what you said. Yeah, yeah. Red Dead Redemption was the answer there. We'll have a quick listen. 
Ah, yeah. Whoa. So that was uh, the sound from two weeks ago. Obviously, we had the E3X, uh, the E3 special last week, so we didn't have one. Uh, but <laughs> that was the sound there. I don't think anyone got it. We are back from holiday, though, so we're going to get people back onto the uh, bandwagon catching up with our shows. But uh, that was Red Dead Redemption. Thanks, Repremier. And we've got a new sound for this week. Red, are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Titled... No, they didn't put Red in ready for any reason. That's right. Titled... Crash! Exclamation mark. Okay. Boogada boogada. Bingo. You there, man? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Everything went dead quiet. Oh, did you hear it? Nah. Oh. Stand by. I'll play it for you again. Copy. I think I know what that is. Have you heard it? Did you hear it? Uh, I heard it. Hmm. No, I couldn't make it. Did you want to hear it again? No, you're right. I've got, I've got a guess. I, I don't know what it is. Alright. Uh, what's your guess? I've got my guess too. Yakuza. Yakuza? Let me write that down. Any of the Yakuza games don't make me put a number to it. No, that, that's fair. <laughs> I reckon that was. So you went Yakuza and I. No. 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 Locked it in, Eddie. Oh, that's right. You went Red Dead and I went. Smart man. That's this week's What's That Sound. If you think you know what this week's What's That Sound is, send us a message to our Facebook page, and if you're correct, we'll send you a free game. Oh, I better give myself a score, a point for last week. Do you know what that makes the scores Evens now? Up. Yep, four apiece. Hmm. I can't count past three, so I just count who's in front by how many. Um, coming back, baby. Got to win yeah, something yeah. after losing last week to Roy. God, I can't believe that happened. Did that hurt? Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing to gauge it against. I don't lose it. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, oh whoa. <laughs> no, it was good. He he earned that. And uh the rules were and he followed them. Win win. Good for him. Yay. Arsehole. Right oh, uh that was what's that sound. Let's move on to Remember When. Okay, so this week's Remember When. Red, do you remember when the Xbox three sixty suffered the red <laughs> ring of death? Oh, vaguely. Yeah, I never had an Xbox 360 until... 
probably a year left to go in the generation. So I do recall, and I do recall all the painstaking fucking black tears that were produced by it. But yeah, oh, no, no, I never experienced it, thank God. No, fair enough. Look, I, I had an Xbox 360 when that was all going down. <laughs> I remember your story. <laughs> Here comes a good one. Oh, is it good? Didn't you have... No, you go, you go. I'm not fucking spoiler alert. Yeah, just in case, I'll get you to clarify what you're thinking of if it's different to what I say. But no, I had, I had the uh, the Xbox 360, and uh, it was it was all all good. And because um, mm. I, I never played the played the console games as much as I do today, so I didn't really stress it that much. I didn't I didn't get it that hot and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. it took a long time for it to kick in, and it was outside of its warranty period, which was 12 months, <laughs> and it red ringed and i was like oh fuck so i thought oh i rang up anyway rang up microsoft and i said look i know it's outside of warranty but is there anything i can do and i gave them the details and they said no it's actually still in warranty I'm like, oh is it and uh they said to me yeah look uh it's, it's been a, a common problem blah 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 all consoles bought between this blah 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 is extended free of charge for two years extra so, so Microsoft gave an extra two years warranty. I'm like, oh, sweet as. So they sent me out the um, instructions on what to do with with um, uh, a, like a coupon to redeem a box to put it in. Sent it away to them. About a week and a half, two weeks later, I got it back. It was fixed. No dramas. Was that different to what you thought I was going to say? Yes, vaguely. What were you thinking? I thought, uh, full disclosure, you can edit this out if you want. Didn't, didn't yours fuck up and you just go sell it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I sold it after I had it repaired. Ah, there you go. Oh, wow. I, I missed the, the, the part that made my funny story. Just Yeah, no, no, no. I'm story. not dodgy. No, I just <laughs> that would have been mean. No, no, no. It got repaired. I would have. <laughs> no, no, no. I had it repaired. I sent it away, got it repaired. Sold it and then I bought the slim because the slim came out which had the, ah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the fix okay. to it. I'm Tasmanian. Yeah, I've still got that slim now. Uh, but yeah, no, I didn't do that. That would have been <laughs> really bad. Man, with Facebook buy swap and sell pages these days, you'll be so careful of that shit. I know. I've bought a, a PlayStation 3 original 60 gig. It was. Oh, that? Yeah, but YLOD though. <laughs> so I gave it back to him and said, man, you knew. Give me my money back. And he did. Yeah, they don't tend to argue. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I'll go through a little list of things here. Some interesting things that I've learnt just from the research of this alone. But they had, um, it was referred to as the RROD, the Red Ring of Death. Even though technically mm -hmm. it wasn't a ring because it was three lights that made sort of three quarters of a circle. But the Xbox 360 under normal circumstances, would have displayed four green quadrants for gr for mm -hmm. connected controllers. But these quadrants also were used by the console to display errors that the console was going through, and they sort of all different combinations of green and red and where they were positioned to depend on what the error was. Now, if quadrant... Yeah, it was an easy way of doing it. If quadrant one, three, and four lit up in red that was your red ring of death and that suggested that there was a hardware failure and it wasn't likely that it would be able to be fixed with rebooting your console or a factory reset so that was your, your your major issue if you saw that the tears would flow but from uh 
the Xbox 360's launch in 2005 to around 2009, statistics released have shown that 54.2% of all Xbox 360's from that time were affected by the RROID, Red Ring of Death. That's alright. With those statistics, if the market, if the Xbox One and S combined had the same statistics with the Red Ring of Death, they'd only be fixing seven of them. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my biggest thing was, what caused the error? What was the problem here? And I did some research and learnt a quite a, like some some interesting things. But essentially, it could have been any anything could have caused the Red Ring of Death. But the main culprit was excessive heat. Now, the Xbox 360 wasn't designed to keep it at a specific low temperature. And they didn't think they needed to. Because what wasn't accounted for was the change in the solder that was used in the system's mm -hmm. boards, right? The main thing is that mm -hmm. the GPU and the CPU created a fair bit of heat, which was expected. But the difference is the thing that wasn't accounted for, which caused the major mistake, was that from the Xbox, the original one, to the Xbox 360, Microsoft were forced to change the type of solder that they were using to a lead-free. Oh, okay. yeah. So in the previous ones, they were using lead, but with the new uh, European standards, they had to use lead-free solder. 2020, gamers being born with two fucking heads! <laughs> yeah, but that's it. I think that's what they wanted to avoid. But... <laughs> that's that's that was the issue they didn't account for the heat was drying out the lead free solder and breaking it Crisp, and crisping away yeah so it was drying it out and ruining it basically playstation uh, 3 had a similar issue also though they did but yeah. not as widespread that was the thing but because, uh because the 360 was prevalent in the generation that's probably why that's probably why because there were more xbox 360s out there yep and by a long shot. So they yep. obviously had the uh, the bigger issue. But the thing is, could it be fixed? Could you fix it at home? Uh, well, I got it fixed by using the extra warranty, which would have been the way to go. However, some people, whether, I don't know, their warranties were voided or uh, they were outside of the warranty somehow, there were a lot of suggested fix fixes going across <laughs> the internet on YouTube. And I think even people that don't have xbox 360s or didn't go through that probably know what one of the major fixes were red do you know i done one with my original fat playstation 3 and what'd you do i put it back inside its box and held a hairdryer on inside the box for 10 minutes okay yeah that's similar to what what this one is that i'm thinking of cook the fuck out of it hey yeah da -boom Fucking worked. Oh, it worked. Yeah, good. Yeah. But yeah, the, the main fix that were on YouTube and all that for the Red Ring of Death was to wrap your console in a towel to overheat it. Yes. T turn it on, wrap it in a towel. Obviously, the hot air can't get out because it's wrapped Not up. that fucking so, solder. Um, yeah, it's supposed to reseat the solder and possibly restore the console back to working order. I wouldn't recommend Be possibly it. there. Emphasize hashtag possibly. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it, but if your console's dead and you've got no warranty, what have, what have you got to lose? Give it a try. So it worked for for some people. I don't know if it worked indefinitely, because I dare say it probably would have happened again. 
Oh fuck! There's no exact science to it. It's it's, yeah. it's a luck based thing that the, absolutely the GP, GP, GPU resets or yeah, you, you know, you've only got to be off by like a fraction of a millimeter for that stuff to not work, not pin up and work properly anyway. So. Yeah, but I mean, hell, I pull, I, I fixed my PlayStation Four vanilla by just pulling it apart and putting it back together and missing a couple of parts from from it, and it works. But anyway, it works sometimes. You were using lead based screws and they work conducting properly. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> But a uh, little bit more information. Peter Moore, who worked for Xbox at the time, doesn't work there at the morn at the moment. I believe he's moved on to. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not not for this reason. He's moved on a long time after this. But he claims that the money that was required to fix the issue was one point one five billion dollars. Fucking Jesus! Two hundred and forty million dollars of that was in postage alone. Yeah, fair call. Yep. But the thing is, the willingness from Xbox heads to spend the money to fix the issue in a first-class way is probably what saved Microsoft. Oh, well, Xbox. I'm sure Microsoft... How many, red, how many Red Ring sufferers do you think come across to the PS4? Because of the butthurt from being losing games no, and save files and shit? None. Not because of them. None. Not because of Red Ring. I, I think uh, the, 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 the jump across to, to PlayStation 4 being the winner now has got nothing to do with ROAD. I think that's all to do with, well, the obvious things DRM. that we've always we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah, the DRM thing that was announced, the, the lack of games, first-party developers dropping them, poor uh, power in the console. Whereas, because the Red Ring of Death was at generally at the beginning of the Xbox 360's life. The, the oh, X okay. The Xbox 360 still went on to sell really strong, and Microsoft and Xbox attribute that to the way that they handled the problem. My, I was put out of uh, commission for two weeks. That's it. Yeah, so was I at the start of this I, generation. Yeah, I rang up, and it was no questions asked, no fuss. Yep, no worries. We'll email you this thing, print it off, go and get a box, and post it to us. It was super easy, super fast, which is why it would have cost them so much money. But it didn't break my heart at all. I was still an Xbox 360 primary console owner. I had a, a PlayStation 3, but I still my Xbox 360 was where I went. That was where I played my mm. games. So I don't I don't think that it hurt it hurt them at all. I mean, it hurt them, but not it, it, due to the way that they handled the problem. I think saved what the Xbox 360 uh, could have been and, and what it was. Oh. <laughs> that and uh, the little-known franchises of Gears and Forza. <laughs> yeah, well, they did have some mad, mad, mad games at the time as well, which was really cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's, that's about all I've got information-wise on the Red Ring of Death. And uh, I put up a post on our Facebook page just to see what our community thought of of what happened. And there was also, in 2011, a massive PlayStation Network hack. Do you remember when that happened? Yeah, I was subject to it. Now, how long was it out for you? Three, uh, three months. Oh, three months. Okay, so it's different yeah, no, for some she, people. She was, she was long haul. Okay. So it was down for quite a while. That was in 2011. And I posted up the post, uh, posted up the post to the Facebook page asking the community which one was the bigger fail. 
Was it the PlayStation Network being hacked in 2011 or the Great Red Ring of Death 2005-9? to And the community spoke... And I believe, let me just have a quick look now, just to see if it's changed since the last time I saw it. Uh, there was uh, 48 likes in total. 34 votes were for the Red Ring of Death being the big fail. 11 votes yep. for the PlayStation 3's network hacking, PSN net- network hacking. And three people just laughed. <laughs> yep. So uh, it was, of course, of course, it was a, a bigger fail. Red Ring of Death means you can't play games. PSN down. A, you're not paying for PSN, and B, you can still play all your games. Correct. Yeah. So it was, it was an inconvenience, but not, not as much of an it inconvenience. Wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't a killer. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is, though, that needs to be mentioned: the PlayStation Network being hacked meant that credit card details and private information was also leaked. That's pretty. Yeah, that only affected rich people, so I don't care. Well, at the time, I didn't use my PlayStation Three really. I definitely didn't have a. <laughs> that didn't sounds have a, so bad. <laughs> did, didn't have a, a, a um a credit card attached to my account, so it didn't matter. But a lot of people did. So a lot of people are arguing that that was worse. You can still play your games. Uh, I still do. I still don't have a credit card attached, and it's not because of that. I'm just I don't trust people and computers and hackers in general. Well, I buy all my credit. Yeah, that, that keeps you safe. That's that's not a bad way of doing it. But a lot of people did lose their private information. So some people are saying that that was worse. But it's up to it's up to the individual when you. It, this is a, a a personal thing to you. It's it's not something that can be measured. But the the mo, the majority of our community have said that the uh, Red Ring of Death was the bigger fail. So there you go. Xbox, yeah, I, I agree. Xbox won something. <laughs> they won at losing yeah. <laughs> but they still kicked Two ass generation in that generation that's it alright but that's the end of Remember When Red and that was Remember When the Xbox 360 suffered the red ring of death yeah. lovely we can, lovely my turn next week it is your turn next week but for now Red's shout fuck who am I going to shout? Um, Anyone right. you like. I've got a, uh, hey? Anyone you like. Yeah, I've got a big shout. I've got a big shout. I alluded to it yesterday in something that I'd done. Uh, I, got a, I got a help in my personal life yesterday, and it was really humbling. And he's a big follower and a big supporter of Aussie Gamers Express. And I'd like to, to give uh, Robert Bobcat White a big shout-out. I still jump in the streams and laugh at Snoogans and call him a noob and everything, and Robert's there going, hey, Red, and I'm like, who's this guy? But, hi, Bobcat. No. <laughs> so my, my, my specific shout this week, I really didn't fucking put too much effort into that. Good on you, Red. At least the fucking news was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking shout-out to Channel 10. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah. Uh, Big long-time supporter. All the guys that fucking jumped on board for the user-created content again, we we gave a bit of a shout there with the... Even I got one. So that was pretty sick too. And um, <clears throat> these segments wouldn't be what they what they are without you guys. So that's just a um, shout-out to Nick for winning the, the poster, you bastard, because mm-hmm. you're a fucking filthy casual and it looks so much better on my wall. 
Uh, shout out to Roy for winning the competition. Shout out to Luke for putting it on. And shout out to Snooks for not being able to win a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Repromir. Repromir does a lot of stuff. I know he set up this Discord that we're currently working through at the moment. You should get amongst it if you've got Discord on your phone, your computer, or your uh, potato. Uh, search up Aussie Games Express. There's probably a fucking code that can be put up on the page or in the show notes that could help direct you to this so you too can have direct input into uh, not only the show but just um, give your fucking opinion on what's going on. You see a post on there and someone says something, call them out in the Discord. We can all fucking, if we all see it happening at the same time and there's some form of notification that comes across, we can all jump in and have a, a little yarnder like we're having now, some not, somewhat like Skype. So that should be also relevant as well. So I would like to shout out to Repermere for setting that up and helping with the ongoings of that and also um, he's streaming every night which is pretty cool too so you should check that out lovely lovely <clears throat> fuck that went from nothing to fuck full noise real quick <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the beauty of our red cam work on his toes for a big man fuck <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, well, let's do last part of the show red last words I have any. I got, no, I I got one. I, it. I think. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit not, that, not that you'll be very interested in it, but Spider-Man: Homecoming VR experience is coming on the thirtieth of June <laughs> for free. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. I did see a post somewhere about that on the fucking social medias this week, and I put a fucking what was it? Something about Spider-Man coming out, and I said so. So is the the um, I don't know inflation on spew bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it could be a bit weird playing that. But anyway, we'll flee. We'll flee. Oh, that's I have got one. Let's start it. Let's start it. And I'd really, really like to come across and see it on the pin post, the Facebook post, anywhere. Just fucking post it. Put it on your own page. And no, I won't see it then. What are you talking about? Hashtag boycott for banjo, barjo. Oh, bar oh yeah. <laughs> That started here. You heard it here first. This the, is our, our intellectual property stuff. That goes fucking stupid on Twitter. I've got proof that I started it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 10, 10 o'clock time slot, though. Yeah, What's it. the show yeah, called? Well, no Barjo. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Hex and... Uh... Nick Boy doing their show thing on uh, on Seven Mate, but it's on at ten o'clock, and I won't be watching at ten o'clock. It's too late. It's so, it's I'm, so, I'm playing it's games so by then. <laughs> mm. But anyway, was it screenplay? Has, screenplay. That's it. Hashtag boycott for Barjo. Boycott for Barjo. Fuck right. those stooges chasing the dollaro. Like I, I didn't mind Hex, but Barjo was the funny one. I used to watch it when it was Barjo and Junglist, mate. Yeah, Junglist me too. Still getting around the traps as well. I don't, I don't. She's a very pretty girl, but as gamers and sweaties and stuff like that, we know we're never gonna pull a hex. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're a unicorn, you know. A lot of gay girl gamers out there are just like us. They don't give a shit. Love their Doritos and sit there and play games. You know, this is no gender separation or feminine Nazi sort of bullshit, but I, I never watched a good game to look at Hex. I don't follow no, her either. on Facebook to, to look at her or anything like that. She used to be pretty relevant and outspoken, but then she got a little bit fucking 
over the top feminist sort of shit. So I've just unfollowed, unliked that sort of shit. So, and that's nothing personal. It's just not what I like to flick past on my fucking Facebook wall. So yeah, Fair there enough. you go. All right. Uh, just quickly as well, Hitman is uh, now free on everything. You can play it. Well, not the game's not free. Oh, the, the prologue. There's like yeah. the prologue part that's free on pretty much everything. So go and uh, check that out if you like that. Give it a go on, like, so Steam, oh. Xbox One, PS4. That's probably it, I think. I'd say I'd, I'd say that's to draw awareness to the fact that IO Studios is no longer part of Square Enix. They've gone back to their indie roots and they are maintaining the Hitman IP. Oh, really? So no Square Enix involved? No, not anymore. Not with IO Studios. Not with uh, Hitman. And not in any future iterations of Hitman, anyway. Could be good for it, actually. Ah, it's a bit fucking... She's a bit been there, done that now. Mm, yeah, but anyway, give that a go for like. I don't have anything else, Red, have you? No, except for a big fat fucking thank you for having me. No worries, thank you for coming. Always a pleasure to have you. Thank you to everybody who's listened to the show. Hope you've enjoyed it. A nice little express one. Well, normally we're supposed to go for 90 minutes. This time we actually did. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go until next time as always i am lucas thank you very much i'll see ya and i'm the Dover king <laughs> red red bin brow why don't you do the fucking wash <laughs> that's like my, my video i can put my one eyebrow up to the camera and go fucking dot the dot champion right here <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Talk to you later. Bye. That's it. We are finished for another week. We are packing up our bat and ball and we're going home. If you're keen for more content before the next show, then head over to the Aussie Gamers Express Facebook page and give us a like. And check out our website at www.aussiegamersexpress.com. We are also on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and every other social network that you can think of. Except that weird one that no one uses. You know the one. This podcast is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. See you all next time on the Aussie Gamers Express video game podcast.